So I think that you have to know who your partner is. And if you really want to give them a nice celebration, so to speak, part of that is respecting their wishes. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman and I explore how you can leverage celebrations such as birthdays and anniversaries to improve your marriage. Stay tuned. Have you signed up for our free newsletter yet? Of course you have. You listen to this podcast every week and you hear me constantly talking about how you just have to go to hitchmag.com and click the newsletter link. So I have a new assignment for you. If you could please give us a review on either iTunes or Stitcher, it would be greatly appreciated. It helps us and that we show up higher in the rankings. So go ahead. It takes just a couple seconds, uh, either on iTunes or Stitcher, whichever is your preferred method of listening to this podcast. And thank you so much in advance. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. You know, you're the original Steve Cooper of Hitched Mag. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I am. Yes, that is very true. Uh so, Karen, for those uh, tuning in for the first time, is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Um, and as she mentioned, I am the uh, co-founder of HitchMag.com and the editor-in-chief of HitchMag.com. So uh, we both have uh, some roots that go pretty deep. Um, so this week, Karen... I wanted to talk about the importance of embracing celebrations. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to take a stance right now and then I'll get your opinion on it. <laughs> but my stance is it's important to embrace celebrations. And I've actually made this argument about Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. um, I have a column on our site about why married couples should celebrate Valentine's Day. And you can agree or disagree with the the marketing stuff that goes around with it and the price gouging that goes around it. But essentially um, my, the point that I make in my argument is it's, it's kind of comforting to know that essentially all these companies are spending all this money trying to celebrate and draw attention to love and paying attention to this mo most important person in your life. And I guess you know, taking it a step further here in our conversation, um, it's not just Valentine's Day, though. It's birthdays, it's anniversaries, and I understand that people have mixed feelings about these things, about, ah, it's just a birthday, or, ah, it's an anniversary, you know, my spouse knows I love them, we do, I, you know, I show it to them all the time, and blah, 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 and um, so there are people out there that don't think it's a big deal, um, but really, I think these are the easiest times to connect uh, because it's it's a day that's on the calendar, um, and you don't even have to think about it. You don't have to come up with some creative date idea. It's a birthday. It's an anniversary. Um, there is it's a built-in thing where you have something immediately there to celebrate, and it's an easy time to reconnect. So, what do you think about this? How important do you think 
embracing these celebrations are for a relationship to you? I hear my husband and my family hysterically laughing as you ask me this question <laughs> because for me, and now it has been passed to my husband and to my children, birthdays are national holidays. <laughs> I'm the biggest bir- baby when it comes to birthdays. I don't work on my birthday. I make sure that everybody in the world knows it's my birthday, all of my friends get nervous if they forget my birthday. (laughs) It is very important that birthdays are remembered. Of course, there's a little dysfunction that goes with that from my childhood, but let's let's just put (laughs) it aside. But yes, I think that they are very, very important. Um, So I'm not going to disagree with you at all. Um, Even if we tone it down a little bit from my craziness, I think it's very important that birthdays and anniversaries um, be acknowledged. Even if you're having difficulty with your spouse, Um, I have a lot of clients who come in, um, obviously, because they're having difficulty, and then lo and behold, you know, their anniversary is coming up, and they say, what do I do? And I say, you still have to acknowledge it, and then we talk about ways that you can acknowledge it still within the spirit of the difficulties and challenges that you're having, but I do think it's important that it be noticed. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, because a lot of times... Those types of things, even like as you pointed out, if people are having difficulties, it's a lot easier to call a timeout with your frustrations within the relationship if if it's a birthday or an anniversary, I think. Well, it may be or it may not, but at the very least, if you're acknowledging and saying, you know, we're going through some difficult times right now, that being said, I think it's important that we're trying to move forward and I want you to know you mean a lot to me. You know, you can do it in that way and I look forward to things being better in the future. The point being that even through rough times, it should still be acknowledged. Yeah. And I I just think when people are trying to are being stubborn and they're holding their ground mm-hmm. um and they can offer that that olive branch or a cupcake for their birthday or something uh-huh. like you uh-huh. can you can do that little small gesture that's yes. um uh you know Gottman's research about um um like leaning in to the relationship as opposed yes. to like leaning away and, and creating that separation. So I think th- that's one of those things that people can do it with these events coming up. Mm-hmm. So um, what should you do if your spouse does not want to participate? Um, they don't want to make a big deal out of an upcoming anniversary, for example. Well, you know, just because they don't want to make a big deal doesn't mean it still can't be acknowledged. So, you know, in any relationship, you're going to have two people and therefore you might have different needs. Mm -hmm. And so the answer is going to be based on, let's say, another podcast that we've done where you have to compromise. And so it may have to be that you're going to, if you're the one who's enthusiastic and really wants to go all out, you may have to tone it down a little bit. Um, And I think that in all fairness, if you see that there's a discrepancy in the needs that you would talk about it, you know, not the day before the anniversary or the birthday, but talk about it at a quiet time and discuss how can you going forward uh, for future celebrations, come up with something that is going to be respectful for both people's needs. If you, um, if you are a person that wants to go all out on an anniversary, Mm -hmm. let's say, and your spouse is like, eh, I don't, 
you know, it's not, I, I, I could really care less. Mm-hmm. Is it one of those things that you could just tell them, like, you know, I understand it's not a big deal to you, but I would love to just kind of blow it out and have, like, a whole evening where we go to a nice restaurant, and um, can you, I mean, again, I, I repeat this all the time about how we make things more difficult than they need to be. Can can you just go to your spouse and just say, like, hey, I understand you don't want to do this or that it's not a big deal, but would you do this for me? Absolutely, you can. Here's the one thing that I would be concerned about your expectations. So if you decide, okay, I'm going to be the one that's going to set up the reservation for the dinner. I'm going to get the tickets for the play, you know, whatever it is you're going to do. If your spouse is not really into it, are you then going to get disappointed? Mm. You've got to know going into it that if they're not really excited about all this hoopla, that they may not, you know, really be thrilled and jumping up and down like you are. If you're okay with that, then fine, go for it. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going to do all of this because it's something that you want to celebrate and you can accept that they're you know, low-key because they're just not a celebratory kind of person, um, then then that's okay. It, it just depends on you being able to manage your expectations. Okay. And I'm going to give a quick little shameless plug here since we are talking about anniversaries. So uh, Hitched has a weekly newsletter that goes out. And when you sign up for it, there is an option to um, share your anniversary date with us. Uh huh. That's and so nice. Yeah, and so uh, we want to be helpful. So what we do is we will send you an email, just wishing you a happy anniversary ahead of time before your anniversary, so that you don't forget and don't get in trouble. <laughs> um, and we are actually in the process of working on some really cool things with the anniversary email that we send out to people. Um, and it's customized for you so that it goes out. It's not like you get everybody's announcement or whatever. Um, but we're working on some deals and things with some other outlets to hopefully help the celebration. So if this is something you're interested in, go to hitchedmag.com, click the newsletter link, and then uh, you know all you need is your name, email address, and your anniversary date, and you'll start getting that great info. So give that a little that's plug. That's really in. nice, Steve. I think that that's a very nice little perk. Thanks. Yeah, I I think, you know, I just try to be helpful. And trust me, I hate spam with a passion. So (laughs) I will not be spamming you. We will not be spamming you. We will only send you what I promise to send you. Um, Okay, I want to move on to, okay, so we talked about the anniversary thing, but I also brought up in the beginning about birthdays. Mm -hmm. And um, again, being using leveraging these kind of celebrations, um, for reconnecting, you know, so you shared how you make it a national holiday when it's your birthday, (laughs) but what about, what if your husband doesn't and it's his birthday? Um, like what can you do about that? If, if you want to really use that time to, to kind of get a little bit closer, celebrate or do something. And they're just like, ugh. It's my, like, I don't, you know, particularly, you know, and I'm sure this happens with like some of the big ones too. When people hit those like decade marks where they start, you know, wigging out a little bit about getting older. Well, you know, I think there's a difference between an anniversary and a birthday. Anniversary is about the two of you. Birthday is about the individual. And if you are with, you know, married to somebody who really, really does not like celebrating their birthday, I think you have to respect that and, you know, maybe just acknowledge it or whatever, but not make a big deal about it if they're not into it. Um, I remember years ago working with a couple where 
one of them would drop hints and want to be surprised and, you know, just the whole like mystique of the birthday. And the other one was, you know, okay, um, I'm going to tell you what I want and I don't care whether I get my gift now or if I get it later and we'll shop for it together. So what would happen? The one who would say, let's shop together and I'm going to tell you what I want would do that for his mate and she who wanted the surprise, you know, would, would do it. They were each giving the other what they wanted mm. and neither one of them were happy. <laughs> so I think that you have to know who your partner is. And if you really want to give them a nice celebration, so to speak, part of that is respecting their wishes. Mm. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's funny. My my brother and my my younger brother uh, just recently got married, and his uh, wife. They do this thing where they, ma- I mean, they make a. T- they're in Eurocamp where they make like a kind of a big <laughs> deal about this stuff, uh, but they will do these like clues and hints. Uh-huh. Um, where they will leave clues for the other person for like a week or so prior to um, the birthday that kind of hint at what the gift is. And uh-huh. the gift a lot of times is like an event that they're going to go to or something along those lines. But the the thing that I think is actually really cool about what they do, first it gets the, each other excited about the idea and gets them involved in it. But the other thing is with social media, they will then share the clues online on Facebook and uh, stuff and uh-huh. watch all their friends take guesses at what the thing might be with, you know, so it's, it's kind of fun because they get a lot of people involved in what this may be coming up. So uh-huh. that is fun. Kinda, yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, what, you know, one of the other things that I wanted to bring up about this whole using celebrations like this um, to bring couples together is that I understand that we people live very, very, very busy lives working one, sometimes two or more jobs, child care, all st- sort of things going on. Maybe you're taking care of a parent or a sibling or something else, lots of stuff going on. And so with people being super, super busy, um, they might not have time to do the ongoing date nights as frequently as they would like. I would say that, you know, we've discussed in the past, you can always find time for things that you prioritize. But with that aside, I think that it's things like these celebrations that do um, warrant you to kind of like step back a second mm-hmm. and look at the calendar and say like, oh, we could probably do something on your birthday mm-hmm. or on our anniversary or something like that. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up. And so I wanted to ask you, are there any tips to help make the most out of these events to reconnect? Something like, you know, I mean, anniversaries, I think, are pretty easy. Um, but just in general, if you have a celebration coming up, do you have anything that could, could help in, in bringing well, couples together or reconnect if, they, if they're if they busy throughout the other weeks and months throughout the year? Well, let's, let's piggyback on what, you know, your brother and sister-in-law do. So there can be a buildup where for a week before you start talking about what you're going to do, so you start to get excited. And, you know, that helps to build the momentum. And then after the day occurs and you've done whatever you've done, either big or small, it doesn't matter, um, you talk about what the day was like and you reminisce about it. 
so that that way it's still fresh in your memory and you're getting um, a longer amount of time to really being enjoying the experience other than the two hours that you went for dinner, let's say. Mm-hmm. And in you know, reminiscing, for example, like that's one of those things that has been studied and shown to be good for relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and also doing things. So it might be an opportunity for a couple to do something that they have talked about because, again, we know through research that new adventures yes. um, are good for relationships. Yes, the novelty, absolutely. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are a couple things. So if you guys are looking to kind of milk these celebrations, there you go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, now, so as you just mentioned, we know that these only come around a couple times a year, uh, but you talked about um, talking about it after the fact. Is there a way to really milk the momentum going forward? Well, you know, as I said, you know, you can take pictures, you can talk about it, you can, if you're talking to family or if you're talking to friends, you can share the experience with them. What I would like to add additionally is that there is no need to make it just the birthday or the anniversary. So when we started the podcast, you talked about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we know from research is that rituals between couples are very, very important because they create a special connection between each other. It's something special about the two of you. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not have to come on a specific, you know, that that there's a date, a birth date, or a Valentine's Day that Hallmark has, you know, capitalized on or on your anniversary. It can be any kind of ritual that every fourth Thursday um, you do the laundry together. I mean, I'm making up something sure. absurd, okay? But that it is something specific to the two of you that you share that helps to connect the two of you. Um, I'll give you an example that just popped into my head. Um, when there are big Jewish holidays, um, I make a dinner, a sit-down dinner for the entire family. So I generally have about 30 people. I'm starting to get exhausted doing that, but regardless. Okay. <laughs> what's the and, what's the what's the main dish? Um, generally it's pot roast, and I have a marvelous recipe for pot roast. But if the hitch people want it, they're gonna have to write in with questions, not only about the pot roast, but their problems. So how's that? Oh, you, good. Problem, I will give you my pot roast recipe, which is phenomenal. Ooh. Anyway, okay. So then at the end of the dinner, when I'm absolutely falling on my face and exhausted. I've got to put all the dishes away. And my elder daughter helps me put it away. And there is a very strategic way that I have to put it away in order for everything to get crammed back into the cabinet. Uh-huh. This has become a ritual for us. <laughs> okay. And it's very special. It's a little bonding that we do at the end of this big dinner, you know, that occurs twice a year. Mm-hmm. It's a special way that we connect. You know, we make jokes and we talk about, no, 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 that platter goes here. Oh, don't. And we make jokes and we have this little thing that goes on between the two of us. So my point is that it doesn't matter what it is. Here it is. We're just putting dishes away. But it's something special. We've done it for years and it's a way that we connect. So any kind of ritual um, will serve that same purpose for couples as well. Okay. And, and you 
I think the nice thing about this is that we're talking about is the rituals, I mean, they can be very easy and simple and you don't have to, I mean, you mentioned like the third Thursday of the month or whatever to do these things, um, which I think is great, by the way. Uh, but you know, we're talking about these easy celebrations, so it shouldn't even be that hard. Right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think there's a lot of great tips in here and I hope that people, uh, take this information and leverage the kind of built in reminders that we already have on our calendars, uh, to, to make some things happen and to, you know, strengthen or improve or keep the momentum going within their relationship. So, um, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions on what you do, what your rituals are, uh, how you guys handle celebrations, anniversaries, Valentine's Day, whatever it may be, l- uh, let us know. Share it with us. Post it on our Facebook page or share it on Twitter, and uh, we'll retweet it or um, post it on our – or reshare it on our Facebook page and uh, to let others uh, get that knowledge that you have acquired over the years of your happy relationship. So uh, I, with that, I'm going to say thank you very much, Karen. We'll, do, we'll wrap this one up. Okay, Steve. Uh, So I want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Uh, She has her own radio show on Wednesdays. Uh, It is called Take 5 to Empower Your Relationship. So in just five minutes, Karen will present a relationship issue, tell you what's behind it and how to resolve it. Uh, She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. If you go to her website, drkarensherman.com, not only can you find all this information, but you can also find a program out called Pillars for Partnership. It is a set of audio and video tools that are produced by Karen, uh, and so check that out for sure. Uh, we, of course, have a link to Karen's website and other things on our website, hitchedmag.com. As I mentioned, you can ask us questions, you can post to us, you can engage with us on the social platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, you name it, we are there. Um, If you have some thoughts or questions or you want to see something or do something with Periscope, let us know. We are starting to experiment with that. Um, I just did an unboxing of our wine club the other day. Uh, you know, so we're trying to trying to play around with Periscope a little bit. So uh, if you're interested in that, know that we have a presence there as well. And uh, that will do it for us this week. So one last time, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Take care, everybody. Uh,